A good realtor will spend three hours a day calling. This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. Today, we are talking all about Facebook, and what we want to do is sort of break down all the difficult things with Facebook and really make it simple. We're actually titling the, this name of the podcast, Facebook for Dummies. And we're going to bring on a guest who's been doing quite a lot of this, and he's going to share his insight with you. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and introduce our guest, Mr. Juan Gabriel Molina. Molina. All right. I, I said it right. Usually people yeah. butcher my name. They say, Cuevas. I'm like, I'm Mexican, dude. I know I don't look it's it. Cuevas. Cuevas or Cuevas. Yeah, right? That's how they use it. You know what a cueva is, right? It's like a cave. Yeah, it's a cave. But yes, Juan, please introduce yourself a little bit to our listeners and um, we'll get right into this interview. Well, uh, Mike, I want to thank you for having me here and I'm excited about being on your podcast and talking to your viewers and listeners about lead generation. So I've been a real estate agent since 2005 and I'm also a real estate broker here in the state of California and I've been lead generating for a long time. You know, I had a print shop like in my office. So, you know, when technology got a little bit better, I started testing ads and, you know, doing different things online. So um, when the whole Facebook thing started exploding, I mean, I was, I was like right there. And it's really like simple. I mean, like you said it right now, like Facebook for dummies, right? Like there's a couple of things you should be doing on Facebook, right? And I've, I've talked to hundreds of agents. I've onboarded thousands of agents into different lead programs since like 20... 15 when we started we created a product called easy lead pages because i saw there was a need for something you know there was at that time there was like the old squeeze pages you had to hire a developer remember that like to get you yep. some squeeze pages landing pages yep. lead pages had just came out but they were like super complicated so i wanted to make something easy so we developed that um we were generating a ton of leads with it you know there were landing pages and then when facebook came out with their lead ads we did a direct integration we didn't need zapier to bring in leads so that was that was great for our users and um you know today's topic is facebook for dummies i mean there's a couple keywords just remember when you're doing facebook marketing get see download learn right i mean these are things like you should be putting on your ads like calls to actions it's super simple i mean just look at the portals right here are the homes here are the prices in the city click here that's it Right. That's, that's, uh, that's Facebook for dummies right there. Yep. Totally. Let's go back to the evolution of Facebook ads and let's mm -hmm. see where we sort of lost the realtor sure. population along the way. <laughs> right. Um, you're right. In like 2005, 2006, I think I actually started messing around 2010. So you're, you're five, six years ahead of me on that. Mm -hmm. But I remember then at that time, remember you could just run CMA lead ads or CMA ads like, hey, what's your house worth? And you would just pick right. up a bunch of business exactly. because nobody else started. was freaking doing it at that time, remember? Mm -hmm. And now that every realtor and their mother is on Facebook boosting some sort of brag reel about you know, right. how many houses they sold or just lists they just sold. And the truth is that no one gives right. a shit. I mean, about any of that, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, so how do we go about, let's start from the beginning. I want to take everyone sort of through sure. the basic on how to approach Facebook from the beginning. Just how would you approach it? And I want to get your advice on it. Because a lot of people, Facebook isn't Craigslist, guys. Don't treat it as such. You're already setting yourself up for failure, in my opinion, at the very mm -hmm. beginning. So how should a real estate agent look and view Facebook 
from a 5,000 foot view, then we'll get into the specifics. Uh, I think this should view it as, as, as a tremendous, I mean, absolutely incredible platform to basically, uh, one, brand yourself, your company, your team, your listings, and, and at the same time, I mean, you can do a little bit of non-branded. I, I like to call it straight lead generation, where you're basically um, maybe creating a couple of, of different stealth pages. I mean, you've heard of those, right? Mm-hmm. Where like, for example, where I live, I would do something like North Oxnard, Homes for Sale, Oxnard, maybe Ventura Homes for Sale, just the surrounding areas around me. So that's something that, that I would encourage everybody to do, create a couple pages. Everybody's in different states. So, I mean, obviously look at your compliance to make sure that you're compliant. I mean, I've had people that are running homes for sale. They've gotten a message, but all they were told to do is just to basically add like the brokerage info, the licensing info, if that's a requirement where you're at, right? But looking at it, I would say that it's an incredible platform. I mean, you can actually get free leads. Um, There's a couple different strategies. I mean, posting on, obviously on your own timeline, uh, sharing some of your new listings, some of your just solds, a list of homes, right? Uh, a list of homes in X city for X amount, right? That that works very well. That's free. Uh, paid advertising would be obviously boosting some of your listings, some of your open houses. You could do the whole thing, right? Just coming soon, just listed, just sold uh, open houses, right? Brand yourself, get a bunch of free leads that way by sharing, depending on obviously your users, the buy and sell groups, the market now. But in terms of paid advertising, I would start with learning really like the Facebook lead ad. You're going to need a Facebook business page. Let's come, let's come back to that part. I want you guys to see one thing. Juan mentioned brand yourself. And I, I think that's exactly what Facebook is. I, I think that, and I want to get your opinion on this, but I think that if you don't focus it as a branding source, you hurt your lead generation efforts on it. You, Meaning that you, you have to market your brand to obtain right. leads because it's like, when you're looking at Facebook, guys, you can't just go in and ask for a date. Like Juan, are you married I'm married. I have three kids. How long have you and your wife been married for? I've been married since 2004. Did you ask her to go to bed in the first five minutes when you met her? No. (laughs) Now, what would have happened if you did that? She probably would have maybe not slapped me, but gone really upset. (laughs) I mean, it's not normal. I mean, you only... (laughs) Folks, you cannot ask a stranger for their fucking email address and their cell phone number without getting to know them first. In the same way that you would market your business or market any business offline or how you would start a relationship offline is no different than how you would start a relationship. I agree. Online, including Facebook, which right. means you have to give value first. Now, Juan, I'm Absolutely. going to go out on a limb and guess that you probably made your wife laugh in 2005 or 2004, like the first, in the first 10 minutes or so. I'm you sure. Guessed. You probably told a little one of your Juan jokes and you're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and then she started laughing. Does right. that sound accurate? That sounds accurate. No, that, that's value. You exchange value for an ex- exchange of consideration to laugh, but after she laughed, you were probably that much closer to asking her to go on that date. Right. So, but folks, when you just go out there and just start gunning for leads, you're setting yourself up for disaster, I believe, at the beginning. It's okay to ask for leads, but there is mm-hmm. a difference between marketing and advertising on Facebook. Right. Juan mentioned a couple of things. Let's, let's dig down deep because there's, people are always like, I don't know how to market my business. Well, Juan just gave you like 20 HGTV ideas that <laughs> you can do literally tomorrow. Open right. houses. Case studies for clients. Quit talking about how many houses you sold and start focusing on the people you served instead. Neighborhood news. Right. New buildings going up for sale. New restaurant openings. Anything yep. in your local community. Basically, just copy HGTV. Yep. I mean, here's the, uh, the other thing. I mean, everybody's on Facebook, right? I mean, you're seeing your competitors' ads all the time. All you have to basically do is go on their site. And here's something uh, interesting. A lot of them were not running ads. I mean, because you can see their active ads, right? So, 
I mean, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. I'm not reinventing the wheel. I mean, I don't claim to be like a Facebook expert or a marketing genius, nothing like that. I mean, I just know how to generate leads. It's since the topic is Facebook for dummies, I would say common sense is is just basically like I said, like we know what we're we're doing, right? We're selling real estate, right? Yep. Representing buyers and sellers. So basically take some of those calls to actions and just implement them on Facebook, right? Whether again it be branded, which is super important and you should be doing like you touched on it. And then again, you can do just straight lead generation, right? Where you're just basically doing what the portals are. Here are the homes, here are the prices. Now you can get into different niches with that too. I mean, there's so many different types of ads that you can run. They're all very similar. Again, we're not reinventing the wheel. We're basically putting out something, but it's got to have strong cost to actions one, and it's got to have good lead capture because I've seen some horrible, horrible ads as I'm looking at some of the agents ad accounts and some That's of the stuff that they're doing, or even some of the stuff companies have done for them. It's bad. And I'll, you just I'll made a really good point, and I don't know if you guys caught that, but you're telling me that, or you're telling them, and I've never actually thought about doing this. I'm going to do this today. Mm -hmm. um, you could go on someone's business page and see what type of active ads they have running right exactly. now. Exactly. So yep. basically, you could just go on like someone in your market who you know is doing like really well with Facebook ads. Exactly. Basically, just do a little bit of R and D. Right, and again, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. If you're seeing a bunch of comments, likes, and stuff on their ads, hey, do something similar. Don't reinvent the wheel. Don't break your head. Here's the secret. There is no secret. I've run ads for agents, for teams, for companies. I've taught agents how to lead generate. I mean, there's nothing really like once you know how to do it, it's basically just putting it on autopilot. You know, there's a lot of automation out there with the CRMs. I also have a new tool that I just developed. It's called Optimized Lead, which is basically just a long form uh, lead scrubber. It just takes them through an additional 10 questions, you know, how much money they make. In Facebook? It's an offline application I made. Interesting. Yeah. When we're talking about like marketing and advertising, let's let's. I want to dive deeper into this. Marketing would be like relevant community info, stuff that's more branding in nature to get out there. Now, seventy-six percent of people use the first agent they speak to, and roughly sixty-plus percent of business comes from repeat clients and referrals each and every year. Right. And I don't know about you, but my number one goal is that I want when people talk about real estate, I want them to think of my brand. That only happens by consistently communicating or staying in front of them. Mm -hmm. Out of sight is out of mind. And uh, the more and more that you guys aren't doing this stuff on Facebook, on Instagram, and all these other branding marketing platforms you could be utilizing, the more likely someone else is starting to get eyeballs on another realtor that's not. Right. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. But one, the database is an easy audience to target. Folks, if you're not targeting your database on Facebook, I don't know why you're not, but it's extremely easy to do. But yeah. let's go through what everyone is doing. Everyone's trying um, to generate leads. So let's talk about the targeting on those. Like, right. Well, as, as you know, Facebook, I mean, back in October, they eliminated a lot of the third party, you know, data companies yep. that they were using. But the great thing about it was that they kept a lot of the data that we were already using. Right. And I mean, this is some, some pretty good info because I've been split testing, you know, about 20 different ads, right. That I'm running for this company. And what we did last week, we, we removed married from the targeting, right, is one of the, the things. And what we saw was that the lead cost went up twice as much. Really? Right, right. So, so targeting is important. I mean, you want to you wanna have specific targeting that's relevant to real estate because what Facebook is doing is they're looking for people with that algorithm that match that specific audience that you're building, right? So if you're doing some type of niche market, then obviously – Let's, for example, say that you're doing like a luxury listing, right? Then you want to have different types of things that you know that are relevant to people that, that are buying luxury homes, right? They could be cars. They could be uh, certain clubs, uh, certain brands. 
Now, if it's a golf community or a horse property, then right, you you would probably uh, add, add some of those things in there. So audiences are important, obviously, for, for targeting purposes. And again, I've been split testing and I've been seeing some differences and in, in, in if, if you're closing the audience or opening it more. It has its drawbacks because if you open it more, you have a higher reach, but at the same time, Facebook starts spending your money, right? Because there are more people are seeing it. Again, split testing is like super important when, when you're doing this. What's your, um, what's your opinion on targeting the life events, targeting the people that just got married or just had kids? I think those are important when you're running a lot of your, your branded stuff too. I mean, because they might be a little bit higher up in terms of taking action now. Because with Facebook, you have to remember that not all of them are, are low-hanging fruit like the portal leads. I mean, most of these people are out maybe three months, six months. And here's the reality. Most of them are not going to buy from you right away. I mean, most of them probably will not be buying. So it is sort of a, uh, a numbers game at the end of the day, like with it, like with everything, right? And here's the thing. I tell this to everybody. Treat it as a, as, as a business. Treat it as a marathon, never a sprint. Because if you get... For example, 50 to 100 leads. I mean, can you imagine, Mike, if everybody said yes, you would become a millionaire like in 90 days. It doesn't work that way. I mean, the goal is to get maybe three to five into your qualification pipeline. And then from there, maybe two into your lender's qualification pipeline, right? And then just rinse and repeat and basically just scale up, add more money, more campaigns as you're growing or depending on the size of your team, right? But I would tell everybody right here that I'm very confident that with two to 300 bucks a month, they can generate a good amount of leads and always be busy. I mean, it's just really in the follow-up. But remember, Mike, that most people, well, agents fail in the follow-up because, you know, half of the leads are never called and the half that are called get like maybe one or three touches and that's it. You're right. We did a podcast with, uh, or a show and with Barino the other day on, on expireds and you know, mm-hmm. his, his whole thing is about expireds, but it's the same thing in Facebook because it's follow-up. Right. One of the things that he pointed out was that where the money is made is on uh, attempt, reach out attempt, whether it's a text email or whatever you're doing right. on touch number six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There, there you go. I was and, gonna, I was gonna... he, he's like 90% of the agents stop after touch two. And that's why I'm dominating expireds, even in a freaking hot market. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense because it's like what we all know, but we don't mm-hmm. really like actually practice. Right. Um, that, we want that's, business that's now. Like, now on well, now. <laughs> right. That's why just, just look at the emergence of all these lead qualification companies, right? I mean, they're getting funding. They're making a killing. They're selling the product like crazy, right? It's because they're feeling a huge demand, right? When the industry is telling us that half of the leads are never called, the half that are called are receiving horrible follow-up. I mean, these people actually want to take action. Some of them want to buy, but they're never called, right? So can you imagine if the agents are like hyper laser focused on their follow-up, like how many like leads they can actually like convert? I mean, it's incredible. And then I want to go back to what you mentioned about the expireds. I I read a story not that long ago about a, a lady. I'm not sure where she is or her name. I don't remember. I'd have to bring up the story, but they call her the fistbow queen and it's exactly what you what you touched upon because what she does she's like i get all the fistbows in my market and it's because i visit them five times like her she does five touches and she's like they all go with me because eventually they're gonna end up selling with an agent and she's like agents give up at try one or two like you said um exactly the I'm same one of them. i mean yeah. I, I hate follow-up like I, you can't <laughs> i hate follow-up i hate begging people i hate I asking mean, someone to do business with me it's dude like, i was texting fistbows like when Google Voice came out. Do you remember that? Yeah. I loved it because I was able to multi-text like a bunch of them. Like 
back then you didn't really hear about follow-ups and mass texting or none of that stuff. Like Google voice was like amazing. Remember like now you could text from the computer. So I was texting Fizbo's. I was setting up appointments. My, my hook with them was always to like preview the property. I was never like trying to close them like with scripts because you know, I remember there was a great script and then there was like a freaking script that came out where you were doing like a survey or something. And I hated that script. Yeah. I like this one. <laughs> but, Tell me about yeah. out of the, so one, you, you generate a hundred leads on Facebook. <laughs> what are you going to expect in terms of closed transactions? Let me walk me through the numbers. Like I'm, I'm general, I know it's hard to put it. That's, that's, that's a great question. I mean, you know, across the board, I mean, and this is not me talking. I mean, you know, I've heard it a bunch of times from different people. I mean, you know, some top influencers that know what they're talking about. One, three percent. So that means that, you know, from one, one to three out of a hundred will do something, obviously. If, but remember that that's actually with really, really effective lead follow-up systems, right? Where you're really like touching them. And the problem with most agents is that they fall into the category of the bad follow-up. So can you imagine like they get a hundred leads and they're not able to convert one and they're like, the leads suck, you know, I'm calling them. They're not responding. And then you find out that they're calling them like the next day or two days later. Like, remember that, you know, the stats say that you got to call them within five minutes or after that, like the, you know, the conversion rate drops like incredibly right to low numbers. So that's probably what I would say. Uh, I would say better if you have better systems, uh, portal leads, you'll probably get a higher conversion rate as well because they're lower hanging fruit. But you'll spend three times the amount of money. I mean, it's all relative, right? Like if you're going to buy leads on Zillow, you're going to spend, some people say they'll spend like five, $600 on Zillow, but I know some guys spending 20K a month. Yep. I've heard more. Yeah. 20, 30, 40. It is. You're absolutely right. It is relative because both will work and give you a positive ROI. Now it falls down to like, what's your budget, right? Like that's the important question. But again, I, I, I go back to what I said earlier that I would say that with a good two to $300 a month, you can generate a consistent flow of leads that'll keep you busy and talking to people. Again, most of them are not going to buy. They're going to say no. But if you go for the appointment on the good ones, the motivated ones, you should get a couple of conversions like every month. Like there's no ifs or buts. But again, you know, most agents will not follow through with what they need to be doing. Here's what I want you guys to really understand. They're really dividing Facebook into two different categories. And there's not one, there's not just one all around way to go ahead and use it. The truth is it's Mm -hmm. going to be what's dependent upon your brand. How I would use Facebook for lead generation versus branding and SOI are totally two different things, right? Right. And Juan would, you know, He's got me way beat on freaking lead generation. I can't tell you how to generate. Lead <laughs> well, you might, <laughs> you know, like, um, like I got, I got, I got guys that are hardcore marketers that still reach out to me and they want to like know what I'm doing. They buy my programs one or another. They still get it just to see what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, sure. so, but again, I'm not like an expert or nothing like that. I just know how to generate a ton. How important is um, tonality in your ads? And I want um, to give my experience with them because I'm a dude and my brand was a dude. <laughs> I'm a real estate dude. And people are always like, that's not going to work. It worked great when I was running. You know what I, I want I, to get your... That's, that's an interesting question. I think that it's, it's important. If it's branded, I mean, you, you, you want to make sure that you have good calls to actions, that um, maybe some emojis. Uh, oh. Straight lead generation. I mean, it could be like buy a home in San Diego. You know, prices start at X amount. Click here to see a list of homes in San Diego. Download a list. Again, these are just straight calls to action. So they get a ton of people opting in. And if you have your follow-up systems, like sending out instant text messages, thanking them, right? And then a follow-up later, uh, your ISAs, maybe one of the lead companies that, that do this, then you get your data set right from the beginning, right? So this is what's going on, right? This is the data that's coming back, right? 
and then you're seeing the numbers in terms of how many people are responding, and then you have your, your, your ratios, right? That's super important. Would you do, let's pretend I'm an agent and I want to do Facebook, but I don't have any autoresponder involving tax or email. Is it even worth me doing it? Uh, absolutely, because you can be, I mean, remember that you're not getting a ton of, I mean, these leads are not coming in, they're not flowing in like every five minutes, unless you have like thousand bucks or 2000 bucks in ad spend. But then if you're doing that, you have some automated systems sure. uh, with two to 300 bucks a month or less. Um, I mean, you can go down to a hundred bucks. You can probably expect anywhere from one to three leads a day, right? Realistically. So, and they'll come in at different times. So you should have enough time to actually like manually respond to these leads, either through a quick text message, thanking them, a call, an email, or just sending a quick video. You know, a lot of people are doing bomb bomb or, or just taking a quick snapshot and sending it to them. That, that works very well, I've heard. So yeah, something like this, Mike, I would say that you don't actually necessarily need a follow-up system if you're like a solo agent or on a, on a team of two people, or maybe it's you and your lender. I know that you know a lot of lenders and, and agents are partnering up and they're, sometimes they're sharing the cost, sometimes they're not. You know, sometimes the lenders coin them, sometimes the agents coin them and finding out which ones are good and then sending them to the lender. So everybody's got a different system. I mean, you know, but obviously the, uh, the ones that are doing it big are, are really like making sure that their follow-up is on, on point, you know, the yep. systems, uh, their ISAs, and they got it down to a science, man. I mean, it's... It is a science. It's I really, mean, you're yeah. Gonna, yeah, you're I mean, play in the space. I mean, it takes time to... I, I, I think there's not a better skill. There, there's a couple skills, I think, that every agent... Mm -hmm. um, you know, a few years ago, we'd say it'd be nice if you learned them, but now I don't think it's an option anymore. I think that if you're going to want to last in biz, that you're going to need to learn some additional skills. And I'm sorry, right. so license and that piece of paper that's sitting in your pocket doesn't really do anything for you in terms of getting mm -hmm. and generating more business. No, but not knowledge. Is knowledge um, and people are looking for us to be positioned as a, you know, we're either a marketer or mm -hmm. we're a consultant. I mean, that's what it's come down to. Right. Otherwise, what the hell's our point? What's our role? I mean, I'm just yeah. going get my rebate back if I'm not going to provide any other advice to that. I mean, I, I, I agree. I mean, especially like you have to be like on point with, with always like sharpening your skills because I mean, I've seen some horrible open houses, like one sign in front of the house and I've seen some with 50 signs, you know, and one of the things that we used to do back when I was on, on, on a team here in, in Oxford, Century, um, I still have my license hung with Century 21. We used to do like 30 to 40 signs and I mean, we were like, super knowledgeable in terms of like people would come in we would know exactly what was for sale well what had sold for how much if there was any coming soon stuff so why because we were always going to the caravans we were previewing homes it was part of you know what the team leader had is doing right and we were going to the weekly meetings uh we were actually doing a little bit of script practicing so we were we were like on top of our game the little things, folks, will make big differences in whatever it is that you do. And, and here's the thing, Mike. When you're doing all those things, you feel basically unstoppable, man. Like You have so much confidence in your abilities that it doesn't even matter who it is. Like You're able to like and, – and, and guess what happens? Like you know, Some people call it divine providence or just you know, hustling, but you know, things start to happen and you know, deals start to come about. So – well, if you hustle enough, you're going to land in, honestly, a lot of the business is about being in the right place at the right time in terms of leads. And literally when you show up, when people make a decision to buy or sell a house, it's like they make that decision sort of instantly. And if 76% of people use the first agent they speak to, that's right. why consistency, no matter what the hell you guys are doing, whether you're on in follow-up consistency and video production, consistency in marketing your database, consistency in following up with your exactly. 
Fizbo's. It doesn't matter. Consistency is the name of the game, and as long as it's present, you're going to stumble across something. It's when you don't have that that you fuck up. Right, and, and a lot of agents, Mike, they don't – you know, they don't stay on top. And, and, I, and I, I, you know, I, I, I'm one of them. You don't stay on, on top of your database, you know, and guess what happens? Like when you find out that they sold with somebody else because you didn't follow up, imagine all the referrals that would come from them too. If you were consistently sending them some type of follow-up, I mean, your company, like our company, I would see it like, no, it's okay. I would do it. Like for three years, they would send like a postcard or something, right? Following up for you. All it would cost you is 30 bucks at closing. So I used to do that. Yeah. Totally. I didn't have to worry about following up with them or, you know, totally. and they were thinking it was coming from me. So that's, that's yep. great. Very, very cool. Well, Juan, what else, any other closing thoughts you have? And then um, I want to go ahead and give this floor to you. Um, I mean, go on YouTube and if you're willing to put in a little bit of time, I mean, you could basically learn how to like generate your own leads, make sure that the objective, like you mentioned objective, there's so many of them for open houses and, and, uh, and, and some of your listings, you might want to do something like, you know, like, like an engagement traffic brand awareness. But if you're just going straight for leads, I mean, if you don't have any listings, I would say, just say, you know, get a list of homes in X city. Like I mentioned, right. There's a bunch of calls to actions that you could use. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just look at what's out there. I mean, there's a bunch of free stuff out there. I don't need to sell you anything. I'm telling you, go out there and find some free stuff. But again, I mean, there's companies that are charging a lot of money, right? I mean, you can do it on your own if you put in a little bit of time. I mean, yeah. we have a lot of time as agents. So totally. that's what I would say. How can uh, our listeners reach you? Should they want to, uh, you know, have any further questions for you? Um, they could email me at JG. Uh, that stands for Juan Gabriel at realclosers.com. That's my email. If they want some information on maybe having me show them how to generate their own leads or maybe me running it for them, or they can just go to one of the landing pages that I've set up. It's called agentleadboss.com. And, uh, you know, they can fill out the form there and I'll be happy to, you know, get back with them either cool, by call or email. We appreciate your insight today. And folks, we appreciate you listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. You know where to find me. If you forget this, I'm going to get really angry at you, but it's realestatemarketingdude.com. You know what we do. We help build your brand through video content and do all the work for you. It doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. We make it really simple and you become a local celebrity and you start attracting business. We don't generate leads. We generate attention. And when you have the attention, you'll start attracting them. So give me a shout and I'll show you exactly what I mean by that. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. We will see you guys next week with another episode. Juan, you're a class act. We appreciate you, sir. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I will be in touch. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.